Welcome to our Pnimi. This is Saratova Beth. We are learning about Hanukkah, and we learned, um, we, we really ended up with a question yesterday about Hanukkah being a very, uh, a, a yuntif, a holiday that really reveals the deepest truth. It, it's the, the oil of Tyra, the deep, arazin derazin, the deepest, deepest truth. How do you get that out of a, a holiday that comes at a very low time in history? And something to do with how do these Greeks get to be the ones that pulled out of us what was, what was, what was, they aroused in us something very profound. What they aroused in us was the oil of Tyra. We celebrate Hanukkah with oil because what happened during the miracle of Hanukkah and what happened in us before the miracle of Hanukkah was that the oil in us came out. The oil in us came out. So if the oil came out, okay, we're returning to our subject. So here's the question. A very dark time in history, a very luminous time. Oh, we were saying that, sorry, the oil in us came out. Hanukkah's about Celebrating the oil. Celebrating with oil. What is the oil? The oil in us came out. The real Jew in you came out. The who are, the who are you really came out. <laughs> That's what really came out. And therefore, of course, the miracle happened with oil. So... So... That means the oil came out of you. Who are you really? That's the oil in you, the essence in you. Who are you really? When Antiochus came along and he said, boom, you know, give it all up. Give up your, your one-to-one connection with Hashem. Give up your oil. Just give it over. Give it away. What does that mean, give away your oil? Give away the essence of who you really are, the real Jew, the Pintaliyah. Give it up. You want to learn stuff? Learn. But give up this oil, your very essence. And we said no. How did we say no? Because the oil in us caused us to say, caused us to say we won't give up the oil in us. Right? It's a catch-22. So the miracle was with oil. And the holiday is about oil. So, why the Greeks? Why were they the ones who put their hands on the oil to defile it? Why were they the ones who put their hands on the spiritual oil to defile it. Why then? And the answer is, the Yavanim are betinus chachma v'klipa. The Greeks were, represent, or in the embodiment of wisdom of klipa, chachma chitanius, external chachma, external wisdom. And at that time, they were very, very great philosophers. And, and Greeks really had Tremendous. They had a lot of wisdom. You know, it says, Chachma Bagayim Al-Tamin, Chachma Bagayim Tamin, Tyra Bagayim Al-Tamin. Wisdom, there is among the nations. But Tyra and Emmet, no, that they don't have. So they came along with Chachma Deklipa, their unholy wisdom, the external wisdom, and they wanted that to overwhelm the wisdom of Emmet. 
the wisdom of truth of Emmas. So they knew the way to do it, the way to make your wisdom, true wisdom, Emmas, stronger than external wisdom is defile all the oil, which is of the level of Chachma de Kedusha. Defile holy wisdom. That's what they knew they had to do. Defile holy wisdom. How do they do that? They What's the practical application of defiling holy wisdom? Not just touching the oil. That's the physical expression of it. But what is the practical application? What is the way you do? How do you defile holy wisdom? By encouraging people to learn the wisdom of Tyra and to forget who it's from. God Almighty. The whole point there is forgetting, disconnecting. That the Greeks were the ultimate disconnectors. The ultimate, um, they had talent in making us forget truth. They have a special talent in this, getting us to forget truth. And so the strengthening of the Chachma of Yavan, Chachma de Klipa, to such an extent, they wanted us to forget that it's your Tyra. How did they have that ability to do it? They had Yanika from the wisdom of Tyra. And they used it in a negative way. Because, of course, there's a Mila too, the Greek language. Greece and the Greek culture was created and Yavis Yafis was created to be an assistant to beauty, beautifying Tyra, beautifying truth. And of course we know that when Talmea Melech decreed that the Tyra should be translated into Greek, it was a very, very bad day, because Nitzad the Maila, bringing down Tyra down here into other languages, and it's starting with into Greek, that's a good thing. We have many, many languages. We have the Tanya translated into how many different languages. But who decided? Did the Jewish people decide to translate it? Or did the enemy, the one who's trying to siphon off our holiness, did he decide to decree it? And that's, it was him. The very culture that was determined to denature Emmet, and take the Emmet out of Emmet, and make it just another body of knowledge. That's the culture, the Greek culture, that said translates the Tyra into Greek. So they got their hands on Tyra. They had a Yanika. They were able to siphon off, so to speak. And as a result of that, the Gezera of the Greeks, to make us forget that it's your Tyra Hashem. Of course they acknowledge, definitely, this is a great Tyra, a very wise book. But the holiness of Tyra? No, 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 no. That one, out. And how are we going to do it? We will create, we'll make decrees, and physically we will put our hands on all the oil in the Hegel and defile it. We will defile it, everything spiritually and everything physically. So what was the miracle? So that's why it was the Greeks. 
at that time in history. So what was the miracle that turned the whole thing around? The miracle was really that we experienced the oil within ourselves and said, we will die for this. We will not settle for anything less than true, true, pure amethyst. And we're willing to die for it. That was the miracle. And so it caused a counter-miracle from Hashem. Once we discovered the oil within us, the truth, the true essence of who we are, it caused a corresponding miracle that Hashem, in Hashem, we discovered who He is in us. Wow, we discovered, the oil in us means you discover that Hashem is part of you. Hashem is your whole being. And that caused him to discover that the Jew is part of him. I mean, he knew that, he created the system, but maybe it brought him to a greater and deeper, more precious recognition of that truth. Because we we both stood for the same truth. You're ours, we are yours. We are one piece with you, with Tyra, with truth, with Emmas. And so it came out physically that they found pure physical oil. And of course there was only enough for one day. The energy of that oil corresponds to the kintaliyid, the one little spark in a Jew, the one, 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 one. One is Hashem, one is Hashem, the oneness. Everything about it is one, one with Hashem, one with Taira, one with your truth, truth, one spark. Of course there was only one pure jar of oil. The whole concept of the jar of oil, even if we're many jars of oil, the energy of that that oil is the one, the oneness with Hashem. So it makes sense that Hashem would have ready for us to discover one jar of oil of the highest order, sealed with the seal of the kind Gadol. But that one jar of oil has the ability to illuminate all of time and space, to illuminate the whole Golas, to illuminate all the darkness. That one jar of oil is all you need because it's pure. It's oil of Amos, of Tyra, of godliness, of the unity, the marriage. But It's the oil of the marriage between us and Hashem. All you need is one. And it has the power to illuminate the darkness everywhere, in all places, at all times, forever. And so, because the Gezerah of the Greeks was Lashkichan Tarasecha, to make us forget that it's Hashem's Tara, that because they wanted to defile Chashashon, the Kedusha, in Chashashon's Tara, that's why the miracle had to be by emphasizing the Kedusha in the Chashashon's Tara. The miracle had to be to emphasize that it's Hashem's Tyra. They wanted us to forget that it's Tyra Secha. So the miracle had to be the, the remembering and the recognition that it's Tyra Secha. 
How? How do we have that recognition? Um, by this that we found pure oil that the Yavanim did not defile. They didn't defile it. And even more. It had to be us discovering pure oil. We discovered the pure oil in ourselves. If we were going to find, by definition, pure oil, someone, we, somewhere in the base of Mikdash. We are a Mikdash Ma'at. Where is the base of Mikdash? In Jerusalem, but also in you. Once you find the jar of pure oil, that bit of pure oil in you, you're going to find it in the base, in the actual physical base of Mikdash also. Once you've been, God forbid, spiritually defiled by external forces, external cultures, you're going to look like a defiled base amygdash. Once you find within that defiled state, God forbid, the pureness of truth within you, you're going to find pure oil in the base amygdash. It just goes together. And then you have eight, seven days, and then seven days, it's going to permeate the whole Seder of the seven days of the week plus one, and it's going to it's going to shine for those eight days. Eight Mashiach lights. Mashiach is eight. It's going to infuse all of time, seven days of the week plus one with the oneness. Seven and one is eight, and so. The question that we'll explore tomorrow is what happened with Torah learning? So we did have a miracle, and therefore we went on to continue learning Torah. It wasn't obliterated, and to learn Torah in a correct way with the recognition that it's Hashem's Torah. We won. They lost. They tried, to make us forget that it's your Torah, Hashem, and we won, and we brought the recognition not only remembrance, but really um, brought out to every single Jew that this is your Torah Hashem. So the question that we'll explore tomorrow is where did, what direction did Torah learning go, go in and how did Tyra, the learning of Torah, remember we're about to, after that, go into the writing, eventually the writing down of the Mishnah and then the Gemara, the writing down of the Oral Torah. So what is that all about in terms of evolving the way Torah is learned? Because, again, in the days before there was a Mishnah, you weren't allowed to have a Mishnah. And then before there was a Gemara, you weren't allowed to have a Gemara. And then before there was a Shulchan Aruch, these things, this was a whole evolution. And from there on and on and on and on. Until today, when you Everybody has bookstores full of Torah books in every language, which seems to be the opposite of what we said, what the Greeks did. In other words, it didn't seem like a positive thing that they translated the the Torah into Greek. And now it's a very good thing that the bookstores are full of 
Torah books in every language. It's a good thing. So where do, wh- how does all of this bring it all, bring the Torah learning from way back then, through the darkness of Gullus, it's 2,000 years since then, into the Geula, and that's what we'll find out tomorrow, and may we find ourselves before tomorrow, seeing the lighting of the Manaira in the base of Migdash Shlishi, and it should be immediately now.